Well, welcome back or welcome anew. I'm Joseph McClendon III, and this is the Further Faster Podcast. And I'll be your host, your guide, and actually your exclusive host and guide this day uh, in helping do what the name implies or infers, and that is to help you go further faster. And what is faster towards what? That is becoming even more wealthy than you already are. And around here, wealthy means to be healthy, happy, and financially abundant. And I bounce around. Sometimes I'll have some amazing guests, as you have heard and seen in the past. And sometimes I'll just throw down myself. And today is going to be one of those days. And today, I'm excited to talk to you about actually continuing on the series about wealthiness, healthy, happy, and financially abundant. And although I have talked about health a bit, and I've talked about financial abundance a bit, what I've not talked about and the subject we're going to talk about today is your happiness. Now, wait a minute before you go anywhere. Remember that your health, I mean, your happiness is the catalyst to the other two. So grab a pad and paper, and I'll be right back, and we'll talk about how to get and stay happy. Welcome back. Welcome back. Well, if you're watching me, you'll see that I get a big old smile on my face. If you're listening to me, you can probably hear the smile in my voice. Why? Because today I want to talk to you about something that is of the utmost importance for everything in your life, and that is your level of happiness, your consistent level of happiness, past, present, and future. And so I'm going to ask a couple questions, and these questions that I ask during this session here are not rhetorical questions. I want you to answer them. I want you to answer them now, and then I want you to answer them later. And remember, it's not just about listening to me expose some statistics and talk about something. It's about getting the result. Joe Frazier, and this is a phrase or a quote that I have loved for some time now, and that is uh, the boxer, uh, Joe Frazier said, that between the promise and the payoff is process. And what that means is, obviously, you got to do something to get what you, what you want. The promise is whatever you want to make happen for your life. The promise is whatever somebody promised to you, but you've got to do something to get it. And so around here at Further Faster, we always have process. And so I'm going to give you, I'm going to go through some processes as we talk here now, but then also I'm going to give you something to do to enhance uh, your happiness in this case. And so let's talk about happiness first. And let's talk about, well, first off, let me ask you this question. And again, this is not a rhetorical question. When were you the most happy? When were you the happiest? Now, as you stop and think about this, I'm going to talk while you're thinking, but I want you to think back. Think when you were the most happy. When was the time that you were happiest? Now, if you're like most people, you're searching the annals of time in your brain right now, searching for something There was a time in your life that you were happy. And if you're like most people, self-included, you come up with events. You know, somebody asked me, well, Joseph, when were you the most happy? And the reason I'm asking you this question is because of the process that I went through to gather that information. Now, I've talked sufficiently long enough about that. And you've probably come up with a time You grabbed one out of the past that you were happy. You may have gone, well, I was happy during this period of time. I was happy during my 20s, or I was happy the day my child was born. 
I was happiest when I when my husband proposed to me or my 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 wife accepted my proposal to her. I was happy when I bought a car, whatever. Either way, your brain started searching. And that's really, really important. And as a matter of fact, you know, I didn't say this. This is such an important subject and it is the catalyst to everything. It really is. It's what makes everything work. It's what we're all after. And it's so important that I wrote the book on it. (laughs) If you're looking at me now, I have it here. It's called Get Happy Now. And the subtitle is Get Happy in 10 minutes, feel happy in 10 days, and be happy for life. And although that sounds verbose and it sounds maybe uh, a bit hyperbolic, it's the absolute truth because there's process in there. And I got to tell you, I've written seven books, and out of all of the books that I've written, this is the most. And as you can see, it's a thin book. I think it's only about 150 pages. You can read it in a day. But it is the most researched book, researched book that I've ever done. I actually paid some people to get some research, and I did a ton of research on it myself. Now, the book is not, and I'm not hawking the book, and you don't have to read the book. Uh, however, it is, it is something that is loaded with, and the reason I, I did the research and, and did everything in it is it's loaded with things to do, to do those things, to get happy now, to be happy, and to continue to be happy going on. And so some of the statistics are this, that happy people are healthier. We already talked about that. That's part of your, your being wealthy, healthy, happy, and financially abundant. Happier people are generally make more money. Now, you might say to yourself, well, Joseph, that doesn't make sense because no, you know, if you look at there are miserable, happy, there are miserable, wealth, rich people as well. I get the words mixed up sometimes. I use wealth, wealthiness uh, alongside of um, being rich, if you will, but having money. And the truth of the matter is, you know, there's an old saying, I'm sure you've heard of money can't buy you happiness. And whoever told you that probably didn't have a lot of money. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, yes, it can. If I, if I, right now, you went to the door right now and there was, uh, what was the old guy, um, Ed McMahon, he's passed now, but they, they used to, I don't know if they still do it, but publisher and cl- Publishers Clearinghouse used to go door to door every once in a while and present somebody with a million bucks. I promise you, if somebody goes to the t- uh, rings your doorbell and you answer the door, you're going to be happy, at least in that moment. Happier people are generally more active. Happy people are generally more active. They move more. They do more. Happy people are generally more wealthy, healthier, obviously happy and financially abundant. Now, again, I've talked sufficiently long, long enough for you to think about what are the things that make you happy, but I'm actually having you do a bit of a process. The first part of the process is when I ask a question, any of these questions that I ask going on, and you might use this in anything, this is part of critical thinking, if you will. When somebody asks you a question, it's okay to stop for a minute and ask a question either of yourself or of them so that you can answer that question accurately. And in this case, the question I want you to ask, and I might say you should ask in this case is, well, what do you mean by happy or what does happy mean? because I can have a different definition of happy and you can have a different definition of happy. And the words that I say mean something to me and they may mean something different to you. If I say dog, what comes to your mind might be the dog you have right now, you know, a, a Rottweiler or a, uh, or a Pekingese or a, uh, <laughs> a Welsh Corgi or whatever. It's a dog, but it's not the dog I'm thinking about. The dog I'm thinking about is a French bulldog. So we can think that we mean the same things, but unless we get some clarity on it, we ask a question, what do you mean by that? 
then we're not on the same page. And in this case, I'm going to give you a definition, and it is my working definition in Get Happy Now and the research that I, I did on it, that happiness is simple. By the way, life is so much simpler than we've been led to believe. A lot of us feel like, you know, we got to do, you know, all these things and this has to happen. This has to happen for us to be happy. No, my definition or our definition, if you will, in neuroencoding in the Institute is that happiness is just the emotion that is produced when our thoughts, conscious and unconscious, are centered around or focused on things that bring us joy past present and future let me repeat myself happiness happy is just an emotion it's just the feeling that we get when we think about something that brings us joy past present and future and makes us smile <laughs> now you think well no i can be happy without smiling no smiling involves being smiling it doesn't have to be a big toothy grin but a smile eyebrows come up Obviously, you know, you want to show some teeth, that kind of thing. But I try, I dare you to try and be happy without some sort of expression on your face. Remember, our face is the first expression of happiness. It is the catalyst. It's the one that sends the signals to your body. It makes dopamine release and it makes all the things that make us feel good when we do that. Now, as I asked you to think about something when you were thinking about it, there's a part of you that may have come across and you were thinking about the, the day you bought your car, whatever it is that came up with you. If you're looking at me now, you're, you're, you're seeing my eyebrows come up. You went, oh, yeah, like that. Well, that moment, you're happy in that moment. And based on the, 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 gen, the definition that I gave you for happiness, if you think about it, which I want you to, and you go back through your, your history, if you will, and you look at the times that you were happy, each one of those, you went back, you went, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And that aha feeling is called being happy. And there's obviously varying degrees. There was times that you were ecstatic and you were happy. You're so happy that you're jumping up and down screaming. And there were times you just had a smile on your face and everything in between. It's just an emotion. And like all emotions, they are manufactured. Now, most of us go through life allowing the outside world, the stimulus from the outside world to cause us to feel certain ways, to cause us to, to, uh, to allow us to feel happy or even sad or even upset. We, we are stimulated by the world. And, and the sad part about it is, is we're unconscious to it because we've been stimulated so many times in so many specific ways. And it has not always been great. Said differently, the people that are just say influencing us, and this is a broad statement, don't necessarily and quite often don't have our best interest at heart. Oh, don't get me started. Now you're on this podcast called Further Faster and obviously you've got a, you're optimistic about it. And the truth of the matter is that what's out there in the world, and I trust me, I can go days and days and have gone on this subject about how the media, how uh, the, the, the television shows, and even the, the cell phone that we have are designed to keep us stressed, to keep us unhappy, to keep us feeling not worthy, to keep us feeling not enough. They truly are. Even scrolling through your phone does that. A whole other chapter on this. We'll talk about that another time. But the truth of the matter is that we are not influenced constantly to be happy. Now, let me share with you why I asked you to think about being happy. Because as you started searching for it in your brain, what happens is you've got to go through the past. And that question was leading because I said, when were you the most happy? 
And as you were searching for it, guess what? There's neurons firing off in your brain and, and neuroreceptors and, and your, your brain is connecting in different ways and you're becoming happy as you're doing it. The searching process is the rewiring process. And searching for something means that you have got to go from one point to another. And I'm going to tell you, all of our happiness has come from, in the past, something we experienced. Like I said, past, present, or future. You can be happy thinking about something getting ready to come up. You can be happy right now in the moment by doing something. You can be happy by remembering something from the past. And when that happens, what happens is, is as we're searching for it, our body, remember, it's not just in our face, but our body releases different kinds of hormones that make us feel better. And check this out. Here's the greatest part about it, which is going to be part of your homework, if you will, or your assignment to do to get happy now, if you will. Something that I call human physics. Now, if you've been on any of my other podcasts, you've probably heard me talk about this. If not, hear this again for the first time. <laughs> and that is this. Physics, in its simplest form, definition, is the study of movement. Everything moves. Everything on the planet moves. And you say, well, no, Joseph, mountain mountains don't move. Yes, they do. They're constantly growing. They're constantly moving. They're either, but it's really slow. You might not be able to see it, but it's always moving. And if you say, well, yeah, okay, what about a rock? It's not moving. Well, all of us, every single one of us on this planet are hurtling through space at thousands of miles per hour. We're always moving. Now, as ridiculous as that sounds, there's also the small movements and the movements that we're used to and so on and so forth, but everything is always in flux. Everything is always moving. And physics, like I said, it's the study of movement, but more specifically, it is the study of the cause and effect of movement. Einstein said it best, for every action is an equal or greater reaction. I always say it like this, if you pull the string on this end, well, guess what? You're going to move it on this end, but the reaction is it's going to move on the other end. Or if it's tied to something, it's going to add stress to that or pressure to that and pull it along or whatever. Well, human physics is this. There's obviously so many millions of things that we do as a human being. Our cells are always dividing. Our hairs are always growing. You know, our, bullet, our blood is pumping and hearts beating and all those things that are going on inside of our body. Electrical currents running through all the time. But the truth of the matter is, if you take the one, in, in this case, if you take the one that I want you to focus on, if you will, and that is this, that human physics in this case, whatever a human being does repeatedly, over and over again, they will get better at. They'll develop a skill. It'll become unconscious. They'll become unconsciously competent. They'll start to do it automatically. We call it rehearsal. We call it practice. That when we do something over and over again, you can't help it. You get better. Now, with this caveat, not a caveat, but the truth of the matter is it's everything, not some things, not most things, but everything. That includes the bad stuff. If you have a bad habit, the habit came from repetition. The habit of you know, smoking cigarettes or, or eating too much cake or pizza or whatever, that came from repetition. You got better and better at it. So the good and the bad. You know, this, uh, the, uh, con the unconscious mind, the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference. It doesn't care. The universe does not care. Whatever happens over and over again, you're going to get better at. Now, all of that to say, what does that have to do with happiness? What does that have to do with the searching for happiness? Because the more you search for it, then guess what happens? You get better at finding it. 
you get better at searching for it and it becomes part of who you are. Who you are. Have you ever heard a song that was so catchy and all you could do is just say it over, just sing it over and over again? Yeah, it gets stuck in your brain. And the more you sing it, the more it becomes who you are. You know, I always, I always in my seminars, not always, but I, I, will, I will ask people and I'll ask you now, have you ever been to Disneyland? And most people have, you know, you take your kids there. You were there when a kid. And if you have, I'm going to try this out. This first time I've done it on, on a podcast. Finish this song. It's a... <laughs> now, if you've been to Disneyland, you know how that song ends. You are on the ride called It's a Small World. And it goes like, it's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. It's a small, small world. <laughs> and you've got that in you. And, and, and if you heard it before, you were there. You didn't have to. You knew it before I finished singing it. Well, check this out. To drive my point home about repetition, because I want to show you a faster way to get happy. Like I said, get happy in 10 minutes and how to stay happy and why it's so important. It feeds everything that you have, everything that you want to do. Everything comes back. That's what you want to be. All of us want to be happy. You want to be in love. You want to be, you know, have, have great relationships and all of those things. And so I did actually a paper. It wasn't my thesis, but I did a paper when I was in college on that very thing. And I actually went to Disneyland. I live right here in in uh, California and Disneyland's about 20 miles from here. And I went there and I rode that ride several times. Now think about this. When you go to Disneyland, if you've been there, you know what I'm talking about. You go to Disneyland. Now you stand in line for a couple hours if it's on a busy day, but the ride itself is only 10 minutes long. And you, you know, now think about this. You're in the happiest place on the planet. Usually if you're with your kids or your friends or something like that, you guys are eating a bunch of sugar and you know popcorn and all that stuff. And you're happy. You're watching all the festivities and everything's around. But when you get on the ride, you get in this boat. If you've not been on the ride, trust me, when you go there, this exact experience is going to happen to you. You get in a boat. It's like a barge, you know, with seats in it, and it's filled with people. And it's filled with everybody's just, oh, what's going to happen next? Now, by the way, this ride, I'm almost certain it's there now. I did this probably 20 years ago, maybe longer than 20 years ago. But uh, I'm, I'm certain it's there. It's still there now. You get on this boat, and the boat takes you through these canals. And in the canals, there are hundreds of, of marionettes puppets, animated puppets, and they're singing the entire time that song. It's a small world after all, and it's a small, and they go into different languages or whatever, but it's sing it from the time that you start to the time that you finish. I counted that I heard that song about 30 times by the time I got to the end. In 10 minutes, it just kept going over and over again, over and over again, more, more than 30. I mean, that's, that's how many I counted one time. And on the other end, if, I don't care if you just went one time, on the other end, you got that song in you for the rest of your life. And it is why when I started it off, you said you, start, you finished it because it was repeated over and over in your head. Anything that is repeated, either repeated to you or anything that you do over and over again, you'll get better at. You get better at remembering that song. It becomes who you are. Why am I saying all of this? Happy people, self-included, are happy because guess what? We visit it more often, because we do it more often, because we laugh more often, 
Now we're going to take a short break here in a minute, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to leave you with this before we go. Uh, and then I'll talk about it. And then I'm going to give you your, your assignment, if you will, so that you can get happy now and be happy in 10 minutes and stay happy for the rest of your life, at least, or at least uh, you know, get as much of that as possible. My mom in, in uh, 1988 was diagnosed with terminal cancer. And the doctors told us that it was, it was inoperable. They told me that it was inoperable and that she had about two months to live. It was intestinal cancer. Now, I was fortunate that I had done two things. I read a book by Dr. Norman Cousins, and I also met, uh, and I, I've known him now for, gosh, for 35 years now, Dr. Deepak Chopra. And uh, I read the book before I met uh, Dr. Chopra, but Dr. Chopra, he was talking about, and in case you don't know who he is, he's one of the leading physicians, if not the leading physician uh, for decades now in helping people get over terminal illnesses without, without traditional uh, surgery or, or, or uh, medicine. And he said, if somebody ever tells you that you have X amount of time to live, you tell them, doctor, I appreciate your diagnosis, but I will not accept your verdict. And you search for another way. And so when the doctor told me that uh, my mom, you know, was terminal, I, without going into a long story, I almost had to beg him and I almost came to blows with him about never telling her. And I never let him tell her. And spoiler alert, my mom lived another 11 and a half years after that. But the reason I share that with you, one of the main things that we did, I went back to the book that I read from Dr. Norman Cousins. And Dr. Norman Cousins is one of, uh, he's just an amazing man that has helped heal himself and hundreds if not thousands of other people through laughter laughter is the is the biggest expression of happiness and that is one of the things i kept my mom laughing through the whole time and guess what i got happier as i was doing it as well so stay tuned i'm gonna be right back i'm gonna tell you how that works i'm gonna give you something to do so that you can get happy now grab a grab a glass of water or whatever because you're not gonna want to do this because everybody wants to be happy i'll see you back in a few minutes You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. I hope I sufficiently left you hanging on a cliff <laughs> and, and uh, really wanting what I'm going to share with you now, because I really want you to have this because I want you to be happy because that's another part. If you surround yourself with happy people, guess what? You are happier. Now, before the break, I told you about my mom. Uh, my mother uh, had terminal cancer and I, she lived another 11 and a half years after a diagnosis. By the way, I never let the doctor tell her that. Anytime he got close to telling her, I stayed in the hospital with her. I never let him tell her that. And I'm, you know, Dr. Chopra, you know, I, I don't quote me on these statistics, but a great deal of the time when somebody is told that they have a terminal disease and they say you got two months to live, they die on the day or close to the day because of what they believe. And guess what? Guess what's filled in their brain is the fear of death, fear. And guess what? And that is the antithesis of being happy. But here's what we did. I went out that day, by the way, that day, and this is back in 1988. If you're, you're alive back then, <laughs> 
they had these things called VCRs and uh, video stores. And I bought a VCR and I collected up as many comedy videos. And that's what we did. My mom and I would just sit there and watch even the stupidest stuff. And I would tickle her. I'd do all these things and make her laugh the whole time. Now, part of the reason why laughter is so important to your health is because the number one thing that your body needs, every cell needs that you need is oxygen, air. And guess what? Yeah, as, as silly as it sounds, it is the thing that most people do the worst is breathing. Most people do shallow breathing and we don't get enough oxygen. And when we don't get enough oxygen, we get in what's called our sympathetic nervous system, which is fight or flight. Our, our brain releases cortisol. And guess what? All of the energy goes towards surviving, not replenishing and taking care of ourselves. And so when we laugh, guess what? When you laugh, you have to take a deep breath. You have to breathe diaphragmically. You get more oxygen in when you do that. Not to mention the dopamine that's being released. You become more healthy when you do that. The second thing that happens is you become more optimistic. Now, around here, I say that optimistic, it's not just every cloud is a silver lining and you know everything is, is rainbows and, and, and butterflies and unicorns. That's not what I mean. When I say optimistic, I mean optimistic means that you, are, you see, optically, you see more of your options and you have way more options of good than you have bad. And so all of these things happen when we're taking these breaths, when we're laughing and our eyebrows are up, we get a smile on our face. You can't laugh without putting a, a grin on your face. Remember, you have 80 muscles in your face, 80 plus muscles in your face. It is the largest concentration of muscles on your entire body. I think it's second only to your hand or your foot or something like that. And each one of those expressions causes your body and your brain to do certain things. And when you smile and when you laugh, again, I, I use this over and over again, but there's more. There's oxytocin. There's, there's different uh, hormones and things. But the biggest one, the one that makes us happiest, the one that makes us feel good is, is something called dopamine. And so when we do that, guess what? Your, bloody is, your body is, flu is filled with that. And we go into our sympathetic nervous system. And that is the healing one. That's the one that says, hey, everything's okay. Come on out, guys. Let's heal ourselves. Let's do this. We become more optimistic. Now, why did I have you look for things that, you, that made you happy? Now, by the way, I didn't say this before I, before I tell you that, is that it's past, present, and future. Remember, the definition is any anytime your mind is focused on, anytime you're thinking about it, because remember, it's think, feel, do, have. We're not human havings or human doings. We're human beings. And that's the thinking process. So anytime we think about something, we, we start a chain reaction of things happening. You can think about something in the past and it go, oh, yeah, that was great. I remember that. Or there was this. That was that. Or you can think about, I'm happy right now, right now, because, you know, look at me, I, I'm abundant, I, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or you can go, you know what, I'm so excited because I'm getting on, ready to get on an airplane in a month and I'm going to go take a vacation and we're going to go blah, blah, blah. And whatever you do, then the eyebrows are up and you're optimistic and you feel good. And so the reason I had you search for that is what I said before. It is human physics. The more you search, the more you will remember and the better you'll get at it. Now, you may have heard me talk about this before. The whole remembering part is this. If you're looking at me, I'm pulling my hands apart. To dismember means to take apart. To remember means to put back together. Put back together what? Your conscious mind, things, meaning things that you're aware of right now, you're conscious of, 
is connected to your unconscious mind. All of those things that you thought about, all of those thousands and thousands of things that made the times that you laughed, that you've forgotten about, all of those thousands and thousands of situations, circumstances, and even people that made you happy throughout your life that you've forgotten about are, are back there. Everything you've ever touched, tasted, smelled, experienced in your life is somewhere back in that hard drive called that brain of yours. But because our conscious mind is oftentimes distracted by our cell phones, by so many other things, and oftentimes, uh, oftentimes being influenced, we disconnect from that. We have, have dismembered our conscious mind to the unconscious mind. Well, guess what? Physically, when you remember, you're seeing me put my, hand, put my hands back together, you're putting it back together. You're making those connections. And here's the greatest part about it is that you are literally growing your brain. Your brain is making physical connections. Your brain is actually growing stronger, neuro associations inside your brain. It's not just an electrical spark going from one brain, one side to the other. Your brain is making connective tissue from one to the other. To remember, it's building a bigger and broader bridge. And guess what happens? The more you do it, dopamine release. And every time that dopamine release, the brain goes, hey, just what happened? That made us feel this good. And it goes, oh, I remembered this. I remembered that. And then guess what the brain says? Let's do more of it. Let's do more of it. So what happens is you get better at, just like it's a small world, just like you tying your shoes, just like you driving a car, riding a bicycle, or write, spelling your name, anything that you've done, you get better and better and more unconsciously competent about going back there and doing it. So, so you will start to remember more and more things. And as you remember, every time the eyebrows go up, we get happier. And so that is, that is part of the practice. That is going to be part of, your, part of your homework. Now, as you do that, here's one of the other great things, that as you do it, you're not only going to stay in the past, you're going to get optimistic about stuff in the future as well. You're going to be grateful about things that are happening for you right now. You'll start to search for those things, and that will be your disposition. I get accused of it all the time. People go, Joseph, are you always happy? No, I get sad. I get upset. I get, you know, just like everybody else, but I don't stay there because it becomes my default. Now, before I give you your homework, let me tell you the, 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 what, the further, faster part of it. There's a difference between practice and rehearsal. I think we, uh, we might do a full, uh, a whole podcast on this, but practice is doing something over and over again. Rehearsal is doing it with joy. When you celebrate, when you do it happily, then guess what? It becomes what's called a significant emotional event and you learn it and it goes deeper in your nervous system and it becomes part of who you are faster. Again, I'll do a whole nother podcast on this because this is something that it's a learning process that I learned something a while ago. So here's your assignment. So here's what I want you to do. And you've heard me say this before, maybe not, if you haven't heard for the first time again, <laughs> and that is what you write is what you invite. What you write on a piece of paper or in a notebook or in a journal, whatever you do is what you invite into your life. And so you can do it on your phone. You can do it on your, uh, your iPad or whatever, but I want you to physically scribe it down as well. If I, you know, I, always, I have one right here in front of me and it is a nice journal. Uh, that I want you to physically write it out. There's a whole nother, there's a whole nother process in doing that. But your process is this for 10 minutes a day, for the next 10 days, I want you to take 10 minutes and I want you, your pen cannot stop and you can't repeat. And I want you to search past, present, and future things that what times that you were happy or what you're happy, you're, you're expecting to be happy about. 
And at the end of it, all I want you to do is put a big smile on your face and pat yourself on the back and shake your butt, do whatever it takes. Celebrate yourself and then move on. And then the next day, do the same thing. Now, remember, once you start for 10 minutes, you cannot stop and you cannot repeat because here's what's going to happen. In the very beginning, here's what 90% of you are going to do. You're going to go, okay, well, I was happy when my son was born. I was happy when I bought this car and you're going to run out of stuff. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to look for the little stuff, the tiny stuff and search. And remember, and while you do it, put a smile on your face while you do it, because you are making those neuro associations in your brain. And at the end of it, again, it's really important that that you celebrate that. Then move on about your life, because here's what you're going to find. Even when you stop, your brain won't stop. While you're, while you're sleeping, you're going to wake up. You, by the way, your dreams get better, all those things. You're going to wake up and go, oh, yeah, there was this, there was this. And you can't wait to write it down. Oh, I remember this tomorrow. Your memory gets better and you'll become happier in the process. The greatest part about it is you're going to get better at it. This is how you, that's how you get happy is go search for it. How you be happy in the moment is you can physically do it. Put a smile on your face while you do anything. Put a smile on your face. Take a deep breath. Remember what we talked about breath. And as you do this, you'll become happy. And then as you do this, this is what's going to make you. This is what is going to condition you. This is what is going to influence you and impact you to be a happier person so that you are healthier, obviously happier, and even more financially abundant as you go after it. Now, as I said, I said in the very beginning, Joe Frazier said it. Between the promise and the promises to get happy now and the payoff, which is to stay happy and be a happier person, healthier and wealthier, there's process. And this process is so ridiculously simple. Everybody can do it. So I look forward to hearing from you and hearing what your happy times were and are going to be. And remember this, life is always exactly what you dare to make it. And fortune, whatever that means to you, fortune favors the bold. I'm Joseph McClendon III, and this has been Further Faster and I will see you at the top. This podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.